Your financial mission, should you choose to accept it, is to achieve financial clarity. New Intel suggests that bad financial actors are constantly filling the landscape with misinformation and other barriers and obstacles, leaving you with limited time to make the right choices for a successful financial future. To make things easier, we've chosen your team for you. Financial Commander Janine Theus will help lead you to success. As always, should you avoid the excellent guidance you're about to receive, you'll be disavowed. Also, this message will self-destruct in three seconds. Three, two, one. Hello and welcome to another edition of Your Financial Mission. I'm Mark Kaywood alongside Janine Theus. She is the CEO and founder, that's important, of Theus Wealth Advisors, is your local financial commander, and she's serving you in Columbia there in Howard County. Janine, welcome to the show. Thank you. Well, we're not, to be here. It's good to be <laughs> here with you. And as always, we thank you for listening. And for other shows, you can check us out online at TheusWealthAdvisors.com. That's TheusWealthAdvisors.com. Janine, today I want to talk about health care. I know that may come as a surprise given how often it's in the news these days, but it's something that's important and I really want to dive into it. It seems a lot of people don't really grasp the impact that health care costs are going to cause on their financial and retirement plans in the future. So I just kind of want to get into that, unpack it a little bit, and determine what it really looks like to plan for health care in a financial plan. It's great because health care is going to be one of the largest expenses for a lot of people. It is. It is. And so I just want to get into some questions, maybe help you, the listener, think through some of the things that are going to be impacting your well-being and also your portfolio in the years to come. So my first question for you, Janine, just how prepared is the average pre-retiree for handling the health care costs that they'll face in retirement? I would venture to say most people are not prepared at all. They have no idea what the later years could look like unless they've had an elderly parent that they've cared for or has been through health care situations and long-term care situations. The quality of care you receive may also be predicated on the state or locale in which you live. And this is something a lot of people don't really think about until they're there. It's a consideration for where you retire might be the availability of specific resources that you need. So if you have a specific condition, you might not want to move to a state that can't offer those resources. And quantifying that need is all about the projection of possibilities. What type of health issue might you be faced with? A perfect example that I have is my grandmother years ago lived in Montana all her life. And she was in an assisted living situation in a very, very small town in Montana, and it did not have the resources to help her. So eventually my mom and dad drove to Montana and picked her up and moved her in with them for about three years before she passed away. So, you know, they had to make some accommodations for caring for her. Now, the really fortunate thing was she was not sick. And she was pretty ambulatory and able to care a lot for herself, except for maybe the last year. But, you know, not everybody has that situation where, hey, come on, live with us. (laughs) You know? Right. So if you're going to be moving to a state where you don't have family, that you need to really think twice about that. Or, you know, your family has moved out of a state. And what's that situation going to be for you? 
And if you have a specific condition, you know, ALS, MS, which complicates other physical issues, you want to make sure that where you go, they have the resources to help you. Because some smaller towns in middle America, and now even at West, don't have those resources. So it's very important to consider that. So do people just not think through those questions? Do you think it's an avoidance thing? I mean, nobody wants to think I'm going to end up sick and stuck in a nursing home one day. I mean, I know that's a tough reality to face, but the statistics say that that is a coming reality for the majority of Americans. I mean, do you think people just don't think through that when they're making choices about the moves that they're going to make? I think it's in the back of their minds, but they really don't stop and look at what that would mean. And most people, if they retire in their early 60s, mid 60s, they figure that by the time they're 80, maybe they will have moved somewhere else or they're mm, going to move true. closer to children or the children are going to move closer to them. So I'll worry about it, you know, 10, 15 years down the road. So they don't always think about, because where we live, there are tremendous resources. And so f- folks are used to that. And I think that's where people, unless you've traveled and seen these other places, you don't, it's not in your thinking that there's a possibility you could move somewhere in the United States that doesn't have the resources you need. But there's a lot of wide openness in the United States. Oh, yes. (laughs) And if you move to Wyoming or you move to, well, Utah is pretty good. But I mean, just there are places, you know, a lot of people think they want to move to small town USA, which is fabulous until you need care. It's beautiful. There ain't nothing there. (laughs) That's right. And I think, too, it's like anything in life. I mean, you know, you go to get married and nobody knows what their marriage is going to look like in 40 years. You have your first kids and you know that one day you're going to try to send them to college or marry them off. But who really knows what that looks like 18, 20, 25 years away? And it sort of seems the same way with healthcare. I mean, you know, it's there, but you don't know what your life is going to be like in 10, 15, 20 years when you actually get to that stage that it's important. And that's why we want you to listen to this podcast and think about it now, right now, so that you can start planning for the future and that when that time comes, it's not a sudden, you know, oh, shoot moment. It's, it's more of a, yeah, we've planned for this. We right. have our affairs in place and we're going to be okay. I think that's important to know that you can experience that peace of mind, but you got to have that plan. Now, Jenny, what are some of the most common healthcare related expenses that you find have the biggest impact on a retiree's wealth? There's a pretty common sense answer to that. And it's really long, long term care, as in memory care, dementia, Alzheimer's, a debilitating mm, yeah. condition that you start out fine and then you gradually, you know, MS, you lose your muscle control. You need more and more care because you can't do a lot for yourself. But that can begin to challenge your savings depending on the kind of care required. So any condition that is slow or gradually more debilitating can tax everything, including your caregiver. So if you don't have a plan B or a backup plan or a plan with the family or or those kinds of things, those kinds of long-term debilitating care situations can deplete because if you don't have some type of insurance, you're coming out of pocket for that kind of care. Well, and that was going to be my next question. I mean, what's your general advice to people trying to determine whether or not to buy long-term care insurance then, since it sounds like that's maybe one of the most important aspects of healthcare planning? Well, first and foremost, when I, especially when I teach classes or I meet with folks, I said the concept of long-term care is a conversation, particularly with family. I really encourage people talk to your family about this because what do you want to have happen? Who will be the primary contact for care management? 
insurance is simply pushing some of the financial risk off your balance sheet and onto the insurance company's balance sheet. So whether or not you should buy the insurance is going to depend on multiple factors. Can you self-insure? Are your children willing to care for you or look after you? What's the health of the spouse? Are there longevity factors in your family? Folks who are inclined to buy insurance often have experienced the effects of a parent not having insurance and that they've seen their accounts drained to provide care for this person. So whether you should buy insurance or not is it's going to be dependent on a lot of different factors. And yes, sometimes you're hedging your bets by buying insurance. And some people don't like to spend that money. But generally speaking, if you spent three grand a year for 10 years, there's 30 grand. Well, yeah, if you go into care, that one year of care is going to be more expensive than the 30 grand you spent. So you have to kind of look at it that way. And this really is a holistic planning issue. If you have heirs who you want, you might want to receive an inheritance or be reimbursed for any expenses they incur for your care, then you've got to do some proper asset protection planning because that's important. Now, I've had some people say, I'm just going to die. Oh, dear. <laughs> you know, I, I laugh because I've, I'm always reminded of that scene from Josie Wales where the chief lays down on the rock and says, it's a good day to die. And it starts raining and he's just laying there and he's not dying. <laughs> so, and then he finally gets up and goes, okay, it's not a good day to die. And none of us knows when that's going to happen or what's going to happen before that point. So you really have to plan at least around assets that are available and then what you want to have happen. That's the important thing. I understand the do not resuscitate. I understand other extraordinary measures to keep somebody alive for a long period of time if you don't want that. But there might be a period of care, a period of time when you need care. You better plan for that or at least have a conversation. At least have a conversation. I think that's an important place to start. I mean, there's all sorts of approaches you can take to healthcare. I mean, as you said, there's self-insurance. You got to think about kind of inheritance, you know, money that you want to leave to family. There's a lot of different ways to approach it. What kind of strategies do you put in place to help people account for healthcare costs? We run the numbers, which is to say I do projections with inflation built in. Can you afford to pay for care? If care is $100,000 a year, how many years can you pay for care before you run out of money? And are you going to leave your spouse anything? You know, do you want to have some say in the type of care you receive? Where will that money come from? So does the account get filled back up with an insurance death benefit? And that's where life insurance can be an excellent tool for multi-level planning strategies. There are now life insurances that include critical care and long-term care components. And these can give you a lot of flexibility, maximum flexibility, while ensuring asset protection for the long run. So it's important to discuss these things, these products, in the context of your whole plan. I'm not saying everybody should have them. Since the advent of mutual funds, which really started back in the 70s and 80s, a lot of people, you know, there was this buy term and invest the difference philosophy that came out. That came out of Wall Street. And what happened is a lot of people get 20 years, 25 years down the road, and their term policies are done. They've termed out. And they're either uninsurable or they don't think they need insurance in retirement. And I think for a lot of people that there's nothing that could be further from the truth. Having insurance on the books in retirement allows you to leverage other assets. It takes the pressure off of your invested assets, you know, in terms of performance. 
so that if you need care, there are things you can leverage and do and then replace the monies for inheritance. And it's just a way of thinking about using strategies that you can use to maximize your family's situation and give you some flexibility and control. Product is always secondary. So whether it's a long-term care policy, a life insurance policy, or some combination of those two, it has to fit your situation for what you want the money to do long-term. And a lot of people don't get that transparent, objective, big picture view of what their opportunities are. So strategies should include that. It should be a holistic plan to look at what those costs are going to be, certainly. But if this happens, you know, down the road, what do, how do I want to handle it? How am I going to pay for it? Who's going to do what? And that all involves a conversation. Yes, yes, it does. And that's just what I was thinking is, I feel like we've really raised more questions than we may have had to begin with talking about healthcare on the day's podcast, which tends to happen when you get into these issues. So what does it look like if somebody comes in with questions of their own? Well, I have to look at where are they? What have they done so far? And what is the intention going forward? I mean, what do they want to have happen if? And that's always part of the conversation. Because what we're trying to do is create maximum flexibility, ensure asset protection for the long run, and then discuss all of this in the context of their plan. This is all very individual. There's no cookie cutter approach. Products can be cookie cutter, but how do you use them to your best benefit? And so when I sit down with folks, that conversation that we have about where do you want to go, what's important to you is very important to how we solve the potential problem. Yes, that's huge that there is no one size fits all approach to retirement. It's all about building a unique plan, a strategy that's customized for your unique goals and your needs. And if you'd be interested to learn more about healthcare or just talk about your situation in general, you have questions of your own, give the team a call at Theus Wealth Advisors. You can do so by calling 443-718-6311. That's 443-718-6311. Give Janine and her team a call. Come in for a visit. Find out how she can help you craft your own customized retirement plan. That number one more time is 443-718-6311. That's 443-718-6311. Well, Janine, we thank you for joining us. This has been another edition of Your Financial Mission.